On this Tuesday morning, I got you for three hours. Mandy's on the other side with me at 877-337-6666. How you doing? Doing well? Not you particularly, Mandy. I'm talking to the audience now. Come on. You. You in the car. You licking your wounds from another New York football loss. I mean, it is just... Isn't this wonderful... One of these days, I'm going to come on at 2 o'clock in the morning and feel positive about something. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling lucky. One of these days, because it is not this morning. 27 to 6. The Chargers absolutely take it to the Jets, who stunk up the joint in a myriad of ways. Not the defense, although it had its moments, I suppose. But the defense is what we thought it was, right? This team is exactly what we think it is. An excellent defense and a miserable, disgusting, impossible-to-watch offense led by its quarterback. And I know it's I'm getting it on Twitter. You guys don't want it. The, the quarterback's not the issue. The quarterback is not the only issue, but sorry, the quarterback is the issue. This team had a template to win games. In one of the more important games they have played in a long time against a Charger team coming into their building as the Jets are 4-3, and three, trying to keep pace inside an AFC where they are capable with this defense of making the playoffs, of hanging around, of being a part of this AFC. They can if they only got a speck of offense. And this is the game they're supposed to get up for against a lousy defense. A lousy defense. A defense that's at the bottom of the league in giving up yards. 390 yards a game. This is a bottom of the league defense. Yeah, they have a pass rush. Bosa's been out a lot. Okay, he's back and healthy. They got a couple of guys who get after the quarterback. Mac, Bosa, the rookie. They got some kids. They got some players who can get after the quarterback. And boy, did they ever. But this is a lousy defense, and you just watch these games with the Jets. They need to play pitch perfect everywhere else because the offense is atrocious. They need to play stellar defense, which if you look at it, they pretty much did. They need to be perfect with special teams, which unfortunately they were not. The punt returned, obviously, to start the game. And you feel like it's over. There is a feeling around this team because you look at the first five possessions. The first five possessions tell the whole story. Three and out. They punt it, kick, return for a touchdown. Then Garrett Wilson fumbles. Three and out. I'm sorry. Three and out. Punt return for a touchdown. Garrett Wilson fumbles. They come back. They force the three and out. The defense does its job. They get the ball right back. Zach Wilson fumbles. 
Next two possessions. Three and out, three and out. Five possessions. Three three and outs and two fumbles. That's the Jets' offense. And you can't win this way. And they do it a myriad of different ways. We're going to get to the quarterback, but it's not just the quarterback. It's the play calling. It's the idea that really, let's be totally honest, and I understand why you know it came out they were trying to do everything they could to get a second wide receiver in here because they desperately need one. Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are the only two players on offense who are capable of doing anything. Lazard has been awful. He drops everything. He had a brutal penalty on a block in the back. Like, just everything. And that's the other thing. The penalties. My God. If you... The Jets, I talked about it heading into the giant game out of the bye, that I don't like the I don't like the idea of the Jets playing with prosperity. I don't like the idea of the Jets, you know, thinking everything is hunky-dory. Well, it, it doesn't just go week to week. It goes moment to moment. If these drives have an ounce of momentum, they will do something to blow it up. It will be a costly penalty, whether it's a legal procedure, whether it's holding, whether it's a block in the back, whatever it has to be, whether it's taking a bad sack, which we see constantly. Oh, he sacked eight times. It's the offensive line. Watch the games. It's the same thing with Daniel Jones. Well, he was sacked a million times because he holds on to the ball for forever. And he's got no awareness of pressure at all. You have to be able to feel it. You can't have these fumbles. You can't not realize that Bosa is breathing on you. And you can't. There's not enough space to pick your arm up and throw the football. Or that he's right on you and you can't keep it at your belly. Like, you have to be aware of this stuff. It's not just, hey, look, yeah, he plants his, look when he can make a throw. Look when he has space. Look, it's, it's not, it's taking the sack without fumbling. It's getting rid of the ball without taking a sack. It's little things. It's second and five turning into third and five instead of turning into third and 13. That's the NFL. And he's incapable of it. And this team is incapable of building any momentum. They get down to the goal line. They finally get some movement. He's made a couple of big throws out on the, you know, when he rolls out, which, by the way, you know, a couple of things. One, he plays better under uh, fast pace. They have the one drive out of the, the, the first drive of the second half. Oh, you see momentum. Uh, he's playing with in a faster pace. You got to keep up the momentum. He was playing, they were playing the whole game with him at the line. They were playing they were playing fast paced the whole game. Oh, you got to roll him out, you can't keep him in the pocket. All right, rolling out every once in a while works sure. Could they do it more often? Yeah. But are you going to regularly cut off half the field? Are you telling me you want every pass play to just roll out one way and cut off half the field? If that's your best option, you don't have an option. I'm tired of the excuses and what, oh, he's not coached well. He needs to roll out more. Okay, roll out a little bit more. You can't roll out every play and cut off half the field. It's very difficult to be successful that way, and if you do it exclusively, it's almost impossible to be successful. The offensive coordinator right now in Hackett has done a miserable job. Don't get me wrong. Everything sucks. And the offensive line, I said he can't feel the pressure. Could he? Could you give him more than three seconds once in a while? I'll give it to you. Billy Turner right tackle was a disaster in this game. An absolute disaster in this game. And the offensive line was putrid. Against the defense that, you know, the defensive backs in particular have been awful, and you've been able to throw on them, you've been able to get yards on them, but they do have guys who get after the quarterback. But, my God, 
Anytime they get close, the first drive of that second half, they're moving the football. They get down there. Second and five after a quick play. Boom. Sack, sack. Penalty. Every time they build a little momentum, they do something stupid. And this offense isn't good enough to overcome a holding call. That's the end of a drive. A false start, a holding call, an illegal procedure. All of them equal the same thing. Punt. I he, The offensive line's terrible. He's got no other weapons besides Garrett and Hole. I get it. But why, I'm sorry, watch him. They have a major problem here. We all know it. I'm tired of saying it. But you get the idea that the, the, the Jet fans are so hung up. It's almost the same thing you get about with, with Daniel Jones. Oh, it's the offensive line. He doesn't have weapons. It's always excuses. The first throw of the game sails wide over his head. Aikman's like, my God, that's a gimme. How do you miss that throw? Yeah, I don't know either, Troy. I don't know. He missed wide receivers all over the place. He takes terrible sacks. You can't take the sacks he takes. I mean, some of them are just, when you have third and long, right? I know that's not the position you want to be. Third and long, late in the game, you need a score. You can't take a, you have to throw the ball and give your players a chance to make a play. It's the NFL. You got a chance at a, a, a defensive hold. You got a chance at pass interference. You got a chance at something. You can't just run around and then just take a sack and fall down 14 yards behind the line of scrimmage. It can't happen. And it's getting to the point, and we've said this too, it's on the coaching staff. It's on, the, it's on the organization for allowing this. We said at the deadline, you need someone to come in and be a part of this team who gives you a legitimate option to at least go to a different quarterback halfway through the game. At some point, you just, even if you go back to Zach again the next week, you have to be able to have someone step in and change things up. Dobbs was traded. I know they said it in the post game. I'm not given this novel idea, but Dobbs was traded for a sixth-round pick. You didn't think a sixth-round pick, while you're out trying to get Devontae Adams and you're out trying to shoot for the moon for your second wide receiver, you didn't think it was worth trading a sixth-round pick to bring in a quarterback you deem worthy enough to bring into the game when Zach Wilson is stinking up the joint? I mean, your season is on the line here, and you watch this defense. It's, this is another one of these games. The coach is right. They didn't win the game. The, the Chargers, you know, made enough plays to win the game, but Herbert didn't play well in this game. What Herbert have, 100 yards passing? If it wasn't for the punt return and the fumbles, they don't score practically. And so it's Gardner coming out of the, after the game saying the defense needs to score wrong, uh, score more, excuse me. Oh, you know, so we need to score more. I was hearing Keith. He's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yes, you do. He's not wrong. Unfortunately, he's not wrong. The defense does need to score. He does. They need to come up with, they need to win the turnover battle. They need to get more turnover. They don't win games without winning the turnover battle, and they practically need a touchdown. This offense is so bad right now. And it's not just on Zach, but he is incapable of leading them past anything. And he's got to stop taking the bad sacks 
and he can't fumble the football. He's got to be aware. He's completely unaware, and he misses throws. He is the number one reason. I'm sorry. The offensive line stinks. I get it. There's really no other weapon besides Hall and Garrett Wilson. I understand. But you see successful quarterback play around the league. Tell me, see, who's, call me up. Tell me who's, who C.J. Stroud's throwing to. He's got 470 yards and five touchdown passes. Who's his offensive line? It was the worst team in football last year. They got, you know, Lovey Smith won them a game in, out of spite at the end of the year that cost them the first overall pick, and they got lucky because they lucked into uh, Stroud. But this team's awful. And, at least, and they make it work. He goes down the field 75 yards in 40 seconds. This quarterback is holding back a team. But it's pointless because they're not going to change it. They're, there's nothing to do now. And this season is going to spiral out of control. And it's just this miserable offense over and over again. And, you know, this, the, the schedule does The Raiders now are, are looking like a different team. And the, their defense hasn't been as bad as what the, the Chargers have been throwing at you. But I don't, I, it's, it's, I don't even know what else to say. There's really not much else to say. This defense and the rest of this team, if, you, if, this, if this special teams isn't perfect, and if the, the defense doesn't have multiple turnovers, they cannot win. They cannot win. I mean, Zach Wilson is terrible. I don't know how else to put it. Is it all on him? No. There's a lot of problems with this offense. When it's this broke, when you're talking about having legitimately, as they said in the postgame, and he's 100% right, if you take away the touchdown that the Eagles pretty much gave them at the end of the game to try and prolong the game after the, the pick, if you take away that touchdown, you're talking about seven touchdowns on the season. They don't score. They don't score. They're incapable of putting plays together. They're incapable. And in this game, the fumbles are absolute killers. You can't turn the football over. And you can't take the bad sacks. And you can't have the penalties. It's just... And you watch Salah. They cut to him on the sideline. I mean, the only thing I... The, the face stays the same. The facial the beard gets thicker, but the facial expressions stay exactly the same. He's got this I have no idea what to do look on his face. And you got Aaron Rodgers, who before the game, sure, he's throwing 50 yards. Oh, great. We're all really he's dropping back, throwing yards. I guess apparently he told Darwin James in the postgame, give me a few weeks. God, please. And that's part of it. If that's even remotely possible, you have to keep these games. You have to win this game. This is a game if you want it to keep up. We talked about it all day yesterday. We talked about it after Sunday. What a great weekend the Jets had. Everyone in the division lost. The Bills lost. Uh, obviously, Miami lost. The Obviously, the freaking – it's not even worth mentioning how lousy the uh, the Patriots are. But everyone in that division lost. The Jets are standing there. Four and three, right in the mix of this. You know, who's really better than the Jets? If you look at this defense, who's better? The Jets have a terrific defense that will keep them in games for the most part. I mean, it's amazing if you look at it. They lost 27 to six. 
27 to 6. And the defense hardly allowed anything. You had a punt return. And besides that, this defense allowed next to nothing. It's not like Herbert went up and down the field on them. Herbert played Herbert threw for 136 yards. No TDs. No interceptions. That's the key number. And I talked about it, and he hurt them in this game, and he made an incredible catch. I talked about it yesterday. If you looked and, and if you want to find out who you need to stop defensively was Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen had multiple big third-down conversions, a couple of drives, just keeping the drive alive. He's the guy they go to. You know how Eckler's dangerous? Eckler gets the, the two touchdowns in this game, but... Keenan Allen made the big plays to keep drives alive, made that incredible catch along the sideline there, and now has a career for 10,000 yards. But this defense, ultimately, I mean, you're talking about 136 yards passing, 84 yards rushing. rushing. They barely had 200 yards of offense, and they scored 27 points. Why? Because special teams wasn't perfect today, and fumbles set up short fields. And this offense isn't capable of nothing. Again, First five drives, three and out, fumble, fumble, three and out, three and out. You can't win that way. You can't win that way. And they've been particularly bad in the first half of games. And they come out that second, they come out, and that to me this was the key to the game. One of the bigger moments in the game, they come out in the second half, they go right down the field, Zach Wilson makes a big throw down the field, they get inside the red zone, they have a second and uh, five or six, Sack, sack, field goal. That's not good enough. It's just not good enough. And he takes terrible sacks. I'm sorry. He just takes terrible sacks. I know they had eight sacks in this game. He's got to be able to throw the football away. He just has to. 877-337-6666. This was an opportunity for Jets to play a Chargers team that isn't very good defensively. And actually do something. And coming off the just horrendous performance this offense gave you last week against the Giants. And sneaking out of there and slunking out of there with a win. After not getting a third down conversion until the last minutes of the game. You thought maybe they would come out with some kind of plan against the defense that has given up the second most yards in the NFL. And instead they allowed the one par- the one thing this, this defense does, get after the quarterback, to completely ruin the game. The co- the quarterback didn't get rid of the ball quick enough. The offensive line stinks. No other weapon on the team besides Hall and Garrett Wilson. All of it, you put in a ball, and this offense is dragging this team to the bottom of the ocean. And I know they're 4-4, four and four, and it's not over yet. But what in the world makes you think any of this is getting better? What could possibly make you believe? Like, it's getting to the point where you have to bring in Boyle into one of these games. You have to get Simeon off the practice squad, and you have to be willing to try something to spark the team. You have to. Because, again, I refuse to believe this is the same group. It's pretty much the same group of guys who clamored for Mike White and then celebrated when when they got him. Celebrated. And then the same group who in the offseason campaigned publicly to get Aaron Rodgers here. It might just spark something to bring in someone else.
It's not completely on Zach, but we watch him. He's incapable of making this work. He's incapable. At some point, you have to try something because he's got no shot. And it's not all his fault, but maybe the change will spark this team. Something needs to change. Otherwise, you're going to be treating this season as an absolute waste of a chance because they found a way to get to 4-3, and and now they're still 4-4, and and then the mix of things. They can't just allow this thing to fade into oblivion because what are they going to do? Hey, it's their quarterback. They should have traded to bring in someone else, and now that they haven't, they still need to make a decision at least halfway through these games when you recognize it's not working. At some point, you have to try something else. 877-337-6666. So, of course, listen, New York sports fans, we're thrilled, man. It's unbelievable. It's great here in football. I know the Knicks won a game. Congratulations. I guess it wasn't all so bad. Julius Randle scored 27 points. Woo! What did he shoot? 40%? Great. Very excited about it. I know R.J. Barrett had a good game. The um, the Nets held their own against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, but ended up losing. And we got other things to discuss. Sure. Hey! The Mets got some kind of manager. He comes... He comes from Good Elk. I'm telling you right now. He he comes from a winning organization. He sat next to the best. He's learned from the best. Acting like it's some sort of negative. What are you people, crazy? We can get to that. We'll have some fun with that. And, of course, our losing football teams, as it was confirmed. Daniel Jones tore his ACL. C'est la vie. It's who can they draft. And here we are. The Jets are fading away. The Giants are done. We're looking to the offseason in baseball already. 877-337-6666. Give me a call. We can talk about it. The Jets need to do something. McMonagle here with you on the fan till 5 o'clock. 877-337-6666.